Welcome to the Do Life Better podcast, where we believe that you get to create who you are being and who you become. And it's often the smallest changes and actions that make the biggest difference. Each week, your host, Dave Jorner, will bring you the best guests, tips and messages to inspire and help you to do life even better. Thanks for joining us today. Now let's get started. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Do Life Better podcast. We're so glad that you're joining us again today, and we hope you're creating a great day for yourself. And today we have uh, Dr. John Bletter back again, our resident psychologist. Uh, John, thank you for joining us. Absolute pleasure, Dave, and it's great to uh, be able to cater to some of the needs of your listenership. Yeah, thank you. Oh, and I nearly forgot. How dare I? Our shout out for today, John. Uh, People in Ireland or Absolutely. In Spain? Oh, well, hola again to our listeners in Spain. <laughs> and of course, um, today, a special one goes out to Ireland as well. And um, so all of our Irish listeners over there, thank you very much for, for checking us out and for um, being some of our regular listeners. listeners. And we love to hear um, how it's going for you. And please let us know what type of topics we can talk about. So all of our international listeners, especially our Irish followers, thank you very much for joining us. How great is that? Very cool. It's very cool. Now, John, uh, I was just recently uh, at the shops. Now, I must admit, shopping is not one of my favourite pastimes. I do find myself getting a little bit stressed and frazzled when I'm at the shops, particularly when I'm looking for a present for someone. Now, I don't know why, but I always seem to leave it to the very last minute. And I know that I've got this party or birthday event coming on up. But for some reason, I don't know, maybe I subconsciously enjoy the stress of it. I don't know. But I'd find myself always at the very last minute rocking up to the shops. And then when I get there, the car park's full. So I'm as that happens, even more stressed trying to find a car park and thinking, why is everyone here at the exact same time as me? And then, you know, the other day I went to buy something and then it was all sold out. I left it too late. It was sold out. I'm thinking that was the one idea I had and now it's yep. gone. Now what? I started finding myself getting um, resentful towards the shop people um, and resentful towards the, the person's birthday coming up and everything. That is like- not a good look, is it? When it's, a, <laughs> when it's the party person that you're blaming for your own yeah. poor organization or – Exactly. And that's the realization I had afterwards. Okay. I thought, hang on, I need to stop down. I need to, I need to stop and regather and think. Well, what am I going to get now? And as I was sipping over my coffee, I realised that, hang on, it's not the shopkeeper's fault. <laughs> Sadly, not, you can't blame them. I can't blame them for running out of stuff. I, I can't blame everyone else in the shopping centre for having to come to the shops at the exact same time as me. If I had to come a week or two ago, then this would all be solved. It'll be perfectly okay. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it sort of made sense to you at the time. And when, you know, Mm. you're not getting what it is that you are after or you think you deserve, then all of a sudden it's easy to sort of externalise that rather than taking that personal responsibility is to, you know, um, is to throw darts in, in, in other directions. Oh, yeah. And, um, and that's a, that's an easy thing to do, isn't it? Is to, is to uh, say somebody else is at fault. It's, it's interesting, you know, when I was, um, I don't admit this very often, but when I (laughs) finished, yeah, (laughs) the therapist, uh, you know, uh, you know, putting it out there and trying to get some free therapy from Dave. (laughs) Um, But when I finished high school, I got a, I got a a pretty poor score in terms of going to university. And I, um, man, I I remember that uh, November, December period, Mm, I was mm. feeling really bummed out and Mm. really disappointed and Mm. really sad. And, and, um, and that turned pretty quickly to being angry, you know, angry at, you know, Mm. 
why did you know the teachers not give me the sort of grades that I thought that I deserved? You know, my oh, it's the teacher's fault, isn't it? Well, you know what? At the time, <laughs> at a, that's what a, we think, though. Eh? It's you know, not. But that's what we think. Yeah. As a 16, 17 year old, um, I that's exactly what it is. You know, yeah. oh, you know the, you know, because I was in a small country town, the teachers this and the school that, and mm, compared to who, mm. you know, other and um, so my options were really limited, and I was actually sure. a nightmare. I was bouncing around between maybe I'm just not good enough for university, that mm. I'm, you know, dumb. Uh, two, it's the school and the teacher's fault. And then mm. thirdly, and it actually got to this point almost catastrophic thinking of, you know, the world is too tough, you know? And it was, yeah, you know, okay. I went into a you know a bit of a dark space for a, for a couple of months there. Mm. Um, so I could have easily sort of rolled over and been the victim there and been, you know, and submit to, you know, all of the stuff, which was obviously of my own making, you know, of my yeah, own doing. Yeah. And it's really hard now, many decades later, to actually admit that I had this... You know, sometimes we used to call it a victim mentality, and that's that's absolutely what I had as a sixteen-year-old. Yeah, absolutely. We do, don't we? we? We find that something doesn't go our way, so we make an excuse. Yep. And then something else doesn't go our way, so we make another excuse, and it kind of starts building up because we don't want to take responsibility. Sometimes, so we start blaming other people. We don't want to look bad. We don't want to look bad to ourselves, even, and not absolutely. just look bad to others, but look bad to ourselves. So we start blaming other people and external forces, and then we start getting even more negative and, and resentful of, of people around us, and. Um, and you know, there's there's actually a term for this, isn't there, John? Yeah, yeah, it's called victim mentality. Yeah, yeah, it is, and it's um, it's almost like uh, in that space of I'm powerless, I'm stuck here. Mm, This, mm. you know, this has happened to me, Mm. not. This is a natural consequence of, you know, when you don't leave enough time, um, you know, to buy the present or you don't do the work that needs to be done to get the good grades. Uh, And it has this mentality, this way of thinking about the world, which is I'm stuck, I'm powerless, Mm. there's no way through this um, and this is the way that it shall be, you know. Mm. Um, You know, forever and a day. And that's absolutely not the reality because there are other shops um, and there are that's other right. presents that's and right. there are other universities and there are other courses. But exactly. at that time, we get so overwhelmed, we get so um, seduced, if you like, um, by those negative feelings and, and we become really unproductive in our thinking style. We become very um, uncomfortable with the emotions we're experiencing and, and they can be really debilitating. Mm-hmm. And I suppose we can have excuses for you know, all types of things as well. And um, as you're saying, they can really be end up being quite debilitating when we start um, end up becoming quite powerless because we start blaming external forces and then that prevents us from seeing a a positive way forward it prevents us from taking greater perspective yeah what what it does is it actually stops us from knowing that there are options and there are choices and it just if i can continue with my uh, little sad tale uh, what happened was um I remember a guidance counsellor mm-hmm. um, in the school because we were, had access to the guidance counsellors over the Christmas and I was just so bummed out and uh, wasn't feeling so great and my parents at the time encouraged me, you know, go and see them and, you know, talk this sort of issue through. Mm-hmm. And one of the best pieces of counsel I got from this person was um, actually they didn't sit with me in my uncomfortableness um, and I don't think I wanted that at the time. I just okay. needed to find a way through it. And what this person um, encouraged me to do was to apply for it, to change my preferences Okay. To apply for a different college mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and for a, a different course that this person thought that I would probably get into and said, don't worry about it. Once you've done a semester and you passed, do the mm. work, your your grades will come up and then you'll have a choice of wherever you want to be and do whatever. And it was like it was like a revelation. It was like somebody had yeah, took the, yeah, the yeah. blinkers off me yep, and yep. reoriented from this victim mentality to this survivor one, which was... Mm. 
hey, you've got a high school certificate. Not everybody has a year yeah, 12 yeah, leaving yeah, certificate. Yeah. You've got, you know, you've got that, you know, congratulations on that. Don't, don't be dismissive. So you don't have the grades for, you know, A, university. You've got mm, the grades for mm, B, mm. college or whatever, as it, as it turned out. And um, so what this person did was open my eyes and I did exactly what it is that this person, you know, very similar to what it is that this person um, suggested got into college, got into a course, um, and as it worked out, um, was happy enough to... I, I changed, I moved college, um, but I, I went from this victim to, yeah, actually, I'm a survivor, and to, by the end of the first year, got great grades, uh, moved to another That's place, yep. actually stayed with the same course. I, I continued for the next two years, so I got my oh, wow. first qualification in, in, in teaching and mm-hmm. education, uh, but I went to another place, um, another college where I wanted to be, and it was because... Um, this person had enabled me and they pushed me um, mm-hmm. and supported me a little bit mm-hmm. um, to be able to flourish. And and that's the thing is, you know, going from powerless yep. to powerful, yep. Yep. I don't want to get too carried away here, <laughs> man can only be, you know, it could be one conversation, one letter, yeah. one form um, yeah. that needs to be filled in and then off you go. Yeah, actually that reminds me, I had a very similar experience when uh, to get into uni, I wanted to get into graphics design. Yep. I was really passionate about art and, and that type of area. And I just missed out on my portfolio mark that I needed. Okay. I got the right OP, the right overall score for, for grade 12. But yep. I just missed out on my portfolio mark. And I was blaming time. I, I, I blamed um, – I don't think I had a, a computer that had the program that I needed. So I had to hand draw everything. I found all these excuses and it was a bit of a dark moment for me and then – I got into architecture and, and a lot of people loved it. It just wasn't right for me. Okay. But then I found some friends who were doing psychology and I started mm-hmm. doing that. And then after doing psychology for a few years, I found yep. out about the job I eventually got into. And it, what what's, uh, initially started off to be um, a dead end, uh, my dreams and hopes weren't going to happen anymore because I didn't get into graphics design. You were invested in that a lot, weren't you? I absolutely was, yeah. And then you started to um, do some therapy with me. Yeah, John, thanks. That's <laughs> probably quite helpful. Thanks. Um, but uh, what turned out, what started to be quite a dead end for me um, and, and a quite a power situation of now what? This is what I dreamt for and it's not going to happen. Yep. Turned out to be quite empowering. It, it opened up a whole new area for me and I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing right now if I did get into graphics design and I don't think you know, I'd be having the experience and opportunities I get now. How cool is that? Absolutely. And sometimes I think you know, when we're stuck in this a victim mentality, the excuse mode, the, I'm a result of things that happen to the world around me, we're not open to other great opportunities um, where you can reach your potential in other areas and and open to other types of successes and maybe okay what maybe it didn't work out but what else is there yeah absolutely you know at each point it's almost like a a fork in the road yes yes and it could be that one you know fork that you take um basically because of our you know might have been our family upbringing or part Mm. of our personality Mm. style or the other kids we're hanging around with or you know whatever it is that taught us um about looking at the world in that way perceiving it in that way and we might take one pathway but if with that fork like um, you know, you with those courses or me with that guidance counsellor at the time, mm-hmm. who's somebody who says, hey, here is another, you know, there's the other fork in the road. Think about it this way. Consider this process. And all of a sudden it, it, it requires us to have an openness, mm-hmm. a willingness to listen and say, what might be useful here? What okay. can I learn about this? Okay. Uh, because, you know, whether you're at 16 or, or 26, um, there are so many options out there. And we do, you know, have this, this locked-in mentality about the way the world should be or what it is that we should be doing. And we have all these shoulds and shoulds and shoulds, whereas they're not really musts and shoulds. They're really 
coulds or woulds. You know, we need to be a little more yes. gentle yes, with yes. that. And and who knows? Um, you know, there's there's not one foreordained sort of pathway that we are meant to take. Mm. Is the way that I sort of mm. um, see things for the most part. Um, and if we ask different questions about you know, what are the opportunities? What are the options? What yep. might be the consequences of taking these other options? But making them from a calm, assertive, relaxed space where yep. we're keeping the anxieties and the stressors at bay and really firming those up around um, challenges that need to be solved. Man, that's where the power is. Absolutely. I like that distinction you made between should and could. And you have quite a nice saying of don't should on yourself. <laughs> yeah, and because that sets up a lot of judgment. Absolutely. And negativity and say, maybe I could have done this. So I suppose be a lot more gentle with yourself, a lot more yeah. open there. You also mentioned before about, and maybe this is a bit of a side note too, but I think it could be quite important also about um, I'm this way because of my upbringing or I don't have this opportunity because of my upbringing or these other people are so much more privileged, therefore they'll have an easier, um, more opportunities in life and be able to get further than me, be more successful and fulfilled and happy than I am. Um, but because I had this poorer upbringing or, or things are tougher for me, then maybe my future won't be as bright. Now, would you call that a victim mentality, John? Yeah, look, that's a nice one. It was, uh, it was interesting. I had a school reunion um, two, okay. week, two weekends ago and we were talking about this, ad, this very issue because I nice. came from a little country town in a little school, yeah. um, you know, very modest resources all the way through and we we're all getting around. Now, we weren't gloating about how successful we are, but uh, <laughs> we were talking about how, how healthy and happy mm-hmm. and productive our lives were. Oh wow! Right, okay. yeah, yeah. and um, and you know, this absolute this this very point was being made, and that is, um, at the end of the day, we all have the same amount of time in the day. We mm. all have twenty four hours a day. True, true. What do we want to do with that time? Mm-hmm. Will define us. Mm-hmm. Now, some of us, like myself, came from non English speaking backgrounds. Others, well, all of us came from this very modest, you know, government schools in a in a school in a in a country area. But mm-hmm. what many of us did along the way is finally worked out that. So, I hate to sound like the cliche, but the world is your oyster based on who are the people you put around you. Nice. Um, how, do you how do you have some specific goals? Mm-hmm. How do you use some self-compassion? And that's what mm-hmm. you were talking mm-hmm. about before, and that is the, the not shooting on yourself, mm-hmm. is actually um, you know, loosening the stranglehold on those really heavy prescriptions of the way that things must be. And look, we all come from you know, um, families that are great in many ways but have their own foibles and clunkiness. Mm, we, we have, mm. whether it's a religion or a culture or a context, where there are some really great parts to that, but there are some things that sometimes can you know, be barriers or, or obstacles. Yep. And it's for us to sort of work our way through all of that um, and say, what are the bits that are helpful here? Mm-hmm. What are the bits that are productive? Um, where is it that I want to be and keep your eye on the Keep your eye on the on the big picture, on the visionary goals. You know the bigger yep, stuff. Yep, yep. And at the end of the day, it's one step at a time. It's you know I think there was one movie that talked about baby steps. You know, yeah, and really yeah. looking at you know just one step at a time, yep. one day at a time. And you know, and when you can line that up, bang it out, nail it by the end of the week or the month, and you've got that. And then it's the next one. And then what's the next? Mm-hmm. It's, it's always you know what's the next, the next, the next. And sure. knowing that we will fail many, many, many times. It's okay. Mm, It's about mm, how do we mm. pick ourselves up and brush ourselves off? That's the critical piece. We will be back to my chat with John in a short moment. Before we do though, I'd like to give a quick message from our sponsor, which in fact is my company, Project Hatch. If you love the messages on the Do Life Better podcast and would like to share these more deeply with your team, company, or particularly with the students and teachers in your school, then we can help. 
Our highly interactive, engaging and trusted programs will enable the individuals within your group to enhance their own well-being, mindsets and leadership by gaining a greater understanding of themselves, others, their influence and legacy, and in the appropriate settings, a deeper sense and understanding of their spirituality. Because I am so grateful that you listen to this podcast, I will give you 20% off your new booking with us. That's 20% off your new booking with us. All you need to do, please, is send us an email at hello at projecthatch.com.au. That's hello at projecthatch.com.au. And mention that you listen to the Do Life Better podcast, and then you can receive your 20% off your first booking with us. Again, if you'd like to share these messages more deeply with your group team or school, then we can help. Just send us an email at hello at projecthatch.com.au and you, you will receive 20% off your first booking with us. And secondly, to help keep this podcast going and to share it with more people, I ask that you please do me one small favor. Please subscribe to this podcast in whichever platform you use to listen to it and leave a rating and a review. Leaving a rating and a review and subscribing makes a massive difference as it actually boosts up the ratings and it helps it get in front of more people just like you. So this small action will in fact mean the world of difference to me. So again, please do subscribe, leave a rating and a review. They'll be huge for me. So thank you for that. And now back to our chat with John. Excellent. So in terms of when we find ourselves in a victim mentality, making too many excuses, blaming yep. other people, yep. uh, to firstly go gently, have that self-compassion. Absolutely. Um, to understand that it's okay to fail, it's okay to make mistakes, it's okay that things didn't quite work out. Uh-huh. Um, to not shoot on yourself, but think, okay, maybe I could have left earlier. Yep. Maybe I could have been more prepared. Maybe I could have practiced or studied more good, or whatever. Good, good. And then to look forward with greater perspective. Look, okay, I could either go this direction right now or I could go this other direction that could have a lot more possibilities and opportunities for me and then surround yourself with the good people in your life to help that happen, yeah? Absolutely. And the people yeah. need to be people who are successful. And yes. what I mean by that yes, is yes, simply yes. happy, yep. healthy, productive people. They don't have to be at the top of the tree, nope. top of the pile, top of the pyramid, whatever. They just have to be people who are getting their ducks in a row. Excellent. People who are closer to where you want to be yourself. Absolutely. That's, yeah. you know, inspirational. At the end of the day, sometimes it's called um, social contagion or emotional mm, contagion. Mm, mm, you mm. know, if um, you know, if I wasn't well, if I had a cold today and I sneezed, I would use a handkerchief so I wouldn't, you know, sneeze all over. Oh, I appreciate well, that, John. Thank not, you. I was actually going to say over this microphone, but, <laughs> but also over you because, you yeah. know, that has this, it has this sort of contagion effect. Yes. In the same way, if you're, if you're with people who are in good shape and, mm. and, um, and you know, that glass is half full sort of people, mm. um, well, then you've got, um, you know, some, some aspirational stuff to work toward. Absolutely. And with that, we often find ourselves around other people who aren't that way, other people who might have uh, quite a strong victim mentality themselves. Yep. And, you know, we find that can be quite a down. You know? Sometimes you ask someone how their day is and they could be having a ripper of a day. They could be having a great day, but they'll always find an excuse. They'll always say, no, my day is rubbish because this happened. Mm-hmm. And it's like, really? Um, talking about social contagion, they can really drain your energy um, and, and turn something quite positive into something quite negative. Yep. John, what can we do if we find ourselves around people like that who – um, find the negatives quite quickly, who have this victim mentality, what can we do to help them see a different perspective or whatever? How yeah. can we help there? Yeah, it's a nice question and it's really quite a challenge. You know, okay. it's, um, I remember reading once uh, somebody saying something like, you know, what we focus on, we'll amplify. 
Where our attention nice. goes, the energy flows. Absolutely. Now, if we're focusing on and picking up on somebody who's telling us about this major problem and we're just following that and asking more uh, questions about the problem and about the mm. about uh, the difficulties and about the challenges and about the clunky stuff, that's just, you know, that is going to define the relationship and that interaction. Um, and that doesn't mm-hmm. mean you don't acknowledge when some something bad has happened. That, that's fine. Mm-hmm. Bad stuff happens all the time. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, honour honor that to an extent. But how do you actually look at exceptions? How do you look at the, the reality and how do you interact with that person or if it's going on for yourself and realise that, yes, um, bad stuff happens, unproductive stuff will be focused on at times, but that will be specific. Like missing the bus is missing the bus. It's not the world being too tough. Mm-hmm. Missing the bus isn't um, I suck everybody else is terrible, the rest of my day is going to be bad. It's really specific. And if what you can do mm-hmm. for yourself or encouraging others is to actually go, oh, wow, that sounds it's like it's really tough. However, you know, and really thinking about howevers or really thinking about um, solution-oriented sort of a conversation or um, or gratitude sort of conversations, sure. okay. all of a sudden that will fill the space okay. rather than going down the rabbit hole. Okay. Now, I just thought, thought, sorry, I just thought of something here, John. Now, I didn't prepare you for this whatsoever, but how about we have a, a okay, quick example feeling, of this? Now here I'm feeling go. nervous. To put you, sorry, you should. To put you on the spot, John, let's say, for example, if let, – let's give our listeners a, a proper example here. Okay, let's say if, if I was late today. Yep. Uh, let's say if I was 20 minutes late. By the way, I was on time, but if I was 20 <laughs> minutes late today and I was always late, and if my go-to was to always blame the traffic, uh-huh. or it was the traffic's fault today, it was really, really poor traffic, and, and sorry, John, that's why I'm late, it's not my fault, it's the traffic's fault. What could you do in a situation like that um, to help someone see greater perspective? So again, imagine I've come in, sorry, John, 20 minutes late, not my yeah. fault, it's the traffic. What would you do next? Um, nice question. Thank you for that curveball. Um, <laughs> You're quite welcome. <laughs> well, what I would be doing with you, Dave, um, look, we all stuff up periodically, no biggie. But if you're, you're doing it routinely, mm. then I, what I would be doing is I would be taking responsibility for this relationship, okay. um, even if you didn't. Uh, <laughs> and I would be taking responsibility around having an explicit conversation with you. And okay. what I would do, Dave, is I would probably say something like this. I'd say, you know, Dave, when you come late routinely, mm-hmm. Um, and what happens is you throw my preparation in terms of how I've scheduled my day. Mm -hmm. When you throw that out of whack, I feel really, um, Mm non-respected. I feel sad about that. Uh, Sometimes I actually feel angry and and disappointed in you. So there are all of these relationships, all of these relationship challenges. There are all these feelings that happen because of what it is that you are doing or failing to do. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right. So I'd be having an explicit conversation around that. And I would actually be coming to the point where I would say, you know what? This relationship means a lot to me. There's a lot at stake here Mm -hmm. about you and I continuing to work together and also us being able to do the work for these fabulous podcasts. And what I'd be saying is, look, there's a lot at stake. That's how I see it. And what I would be asking is that we could hold each other to account. Mm-hmm. I'll always be prepared to do these podcasts and, and you know, um, set aside some time. And what I'd ask is that you would do things sort of similarly and we would check every 
month that we do this sort of stuff mm. that we check in and you would tell me if I'm being prepared well enough and I'd tell you about how you are turning up and organizing yourself. Nice, nice. So it's really because there's a lot at stake here. Yep. It's our it's not only our 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 you know professional uh, relationship but it's mm. about the service mm. that you're providing to the community. So and then we would just monthly hold each other to account about how we're how we're traveling. Nice one. Now I actually even started feeling a little bit bad just then as you started having the conversation with you, even though I was on time today. <laughs> Um, but you've nicely done there, John. Thank you. So you'd actually bring them accountable to it and say, when when I noticed this happened, this is how I felt, and, and how about we do this next time? Yeah, yeah. So keep them. And also, just when you said disappointed, feel disappointed and angry, did you hear the thunder <laughs> outside just for extra extra, extra emphasis? Yeah, great timing thunder. Thank you very much. Uh, so you actually bring them accountable and yeah. then check in yeah, on without, a regular basis. Yeah, and it's not about me making you feel guilty or yeah. embarrassed or, or shameful because mm. that's really a low-level sort of piece. Sure. But actually, as two professional people saying, hey, there's a lot at stake here yep. and really making it um, beyond personal stuff. Stuff, and there's a lot at stake in terms of our professional relationship and what this contribution you're making to the community. Yep. And when I'm doing that in a way that you can actually buy into without feeling too bad about it and shameful mm-hmm. about it, mm-hmm. then you can go, yeah, this is, this is an important piece and what I'm willing to do differently next time is you know, text if I'm running late or like you said, leave half an hour early because there's a great coffee shop across the road. You can, you know, you can do that. <laughs> yeah. um, and so you're actually building in and you're taking – uh, more responsibility for your organization, more self-discipline. And that's the key, you know, that, that's key to success in life or mm-hmm. productivity in life is about self-discipline. What are my goals? Where do I want to be? How do I want people to talk about me? Um, and, you know, you want people to say you're respectful, you're organized, you're, uh, you're diligent, mm. you're, um, you're capable. And mm. they're the words you want. Nobody, want, nobody wants to be known as a person who's late or not respectful. Mm. That, that's mm. not a good Absolutely. look. As a grown-up or as a person who's growing up, you don't want to be that guy or gal, you know. You, you want to be the one who's on the front foot. Sure. So when someone uh, always well, often presents with a victim mentality, it's about letting them gently see how that affects you. Yep. By talking about those I statements, when this happens, I feel that. Yep. Uh, and then um, moving forward in a way that helps to build them up again. Like this relationship is really important to me. I really value what we're doing here. So how about we keep each other accountable? You keep me accountable when I do this and I'll keep you accountable. Um, or how you know, do you turn up on time, that type of thing. So yeah. again, trying to build them up. And Absolutely. show them how capable they are and how important and valued they are yeah. um, to help them, again, come out of that victim mentality, but help them to feel more powerful. Yeah, I mean, and I think that's a, a shared responsibility we have when we are friends or colleagues mm. Mm. is that, um, well, it's, it's somewhere between a responsibility and uh, an inevitable outcome. Sure. Like even just doing these podcasts with you, which have been really cool. In just in the way that you ask questions and you share things with me, I grow and I'm a different guy because of my time with you and I always have been over the years. <laughs> so I grow and develop because of my connection with you. And and you will grow and develop potentially from some of the stuff that I – So, Absolutely, there's, yes. so there's, this, yeah. there's this reciprocal, yes. mutual relationship that we have. Mm-hmm. I want to honour it. Um, and um, and when we both hold each other to account, um, wonderful things occur. And so we both flourish. We both mm. um, are in that, that growth sort of space um, rather than this, you know, it's what you can get out of me and what I can get out of you. It's that, That's a really stingy notion of a relationship, yeah, um, yeah. Of, of a manipulative thing. This is you and I being intentional, but it's for, for the good of each other and the good of other people. And that's a really cool thing about this sort of stuff this sort of space we're talking about. Nice, thank you. Okay. So 
Um, in terms of the challenge. For the listeners, absolutely. For the listeners, in terms of the challenge for listeners for the week, when we find ourselves in that victim mentality, yep. uh, what's one thing that we can do to remind ourselves that we are powerful, that we are in control? Um, what's one thing that we can do? Okay, well, I was thinking about this because it's, it's a nice way to finish off the podcast. I was thinking if over the next week, listeners can be mindful of the times where they might either, one, mm-hmm. blame themselves yep. and feel stuck, yep. or two, blame other people, okay. like I blamed my teachers out of high school, yep. or actually even going more global and saying the world is too tough, okay? Yes. yes. So be mindful about any self-talk, unhelpful mm-hmm. self-talk, which mm-hmm. goes into those domains. And when that happens, to almost stop, have that moment where you're turning on the front part of your brain and you're going, hold it, this is one of those times where I could be going down that victim mentality. So take a breath, pause, check yourself and your stinky thinking. And <laughs> your stinky thinking. You like yeah, that nice. one? Yeah, I do. And, um, and ask yourself this question, what's the reality? You know, rather than being overwhelmed by the emotion and going down in that negative route, you know, what's the reality? What am I after? What's going on? There's not necessarily going to be a quick fix here, but, you know, what's going to be useful here? How can I be deliberate about learning from this? And how can I think about what some possibilities are and what the consequences of the different possibilities are? And um, and then actually thinking to yourself, okay, I'm going to – um, instigate this particular process mm-hmm. um, with an expectation of such and such occurring, but I'm going to monitor it. I may be going to run it past somebody else if there are people around me um, to sort of use as a sounding board, putting it into place and seeing how it goes. I've got the power mm-hmm. to focus on something to amplify, which is going to be more positive and productive and helpful. Nice one. So the challenge for the week then is when you find yourself having that stinky thinky, yep. <laughs> those negative thoughts, um, check in. Stop. And even sometimes when we name it, it reduces the power. Absolutely. Fabulous. Yeah. So to acknowledge that we're having those negative thoughts and then check in what's the reality, what's That's really it. going on, and then what can I do next? Absolutely. How can I take over the power again? And even check in with other people yeah. to help you move forward. Yeah, nicely said. Look, for we all have people around us and mm. we can't survive or thrive mm. uh, without people around us. So use whether it's a partner, a friend, mm-hmm. a family member, even a teacher. Yep. Um, it doesn't matter. It, it's people who are in relationship with us, care about us, and they'll give us an ear and give us some good counsel um, if we ask. Be Excellent. open. Excellent. Thank you, John. So there's our challenge for the week. And John, thank you again for joining us. And um, you know, you said before that that you grow from these conversations and I know that I definitely do, which is why I'm so glad that you're part of this podcast. So John, thank you again for joining us today. My pleasure and thank you for being on time again. <laughs> thank you. And uh, everyone, thank you very much for tuning in again to another episode of the Do Life Better podcast. We are incredibly grateful that you do listen um, each week and thank you very much for that. And please remember, if you haven't subscribed yet, please make sure that you do so that you get reminded every single time we release a new episode, a reminder will come up on your phone when, when you hit subscribe. So please do that. Please rate and share this. And we look forward to having you join us again next time. Thanks again for listening to the Do Life Better podcast. You can find all our show notes at www.projecthatch.com.au forward slash do life better. If you'd like to book Dave Joyner to speak at your event, company or school, you can contact him at hello at projecthatch.com.au. You can contact us on Facebook at Project Hatch and on Instagram at project underscore hatch. 
Please remember to subscribe to the podcast and share it with someone you think would benefit from these messages. And now it's time to get out there and do life better.